All right, welcome to the latest concerts to consoles. Battling through even our more technical of issues here. We are here, finally, with people I've been trying to get on. We, what, it's our third try, I think. Katie and Steven and Dane of BoCat. So we're going to be playing some Mario Kart 8. We've got the room going, it looks like. I'm going to switch to the feed. And, but yeah. Um, see, housekeeping, of course. If you want to support, be sure to subscribe. Or like or favorite wherever you're watching it on Twitch, on YouTube, on podcast services. If you want to support, patreon.com forward slash every show Joe. You can give me even a dollar a month. Always helps. And of course, if you want to support those, BoCat, be sure to head over to Bandcamp, go over to their merch, buy some stuff. All of us need some money at this point. <laughs> um, all right. So let's jump into here when Steven's ready. Everybody again? Yep, right. we're good to go. And to anybody watching, I apologize about the, uh, it might be a little blurry, what you see, it's the best we can do. Right now, I'm, actually, right now I've got my feed, so it should be sharp enough, but we can okay. switch. Alright, well, then we will get started. Everyone, everyone's going to see all our transparent technical Even issues. Four races, <laughs> right? Yeah. Sure. Right. So... But yeah, so start out with what I usually do, which I think the first time I watched you guys was, God, was it five years ago? Was that the Four first show for BoCat? Uh, it was Four years ago. Four years ago? 2016. And it's Time Out Loud. Yeah. Yep. Right. So how did you guys, I mean, you guys have been around the Phoenix scene, the music scene forever. I know you've been... Probably the biggest aficionados of Ska, outside of, say, Marsha, your lead singer, and, like, and a couple others, but how did you guys decide you wanted to make a band? Well, uh, me, yeah. yeah, so me, me and Marsha and Ricky have been talking about doing this for, you know, we are talking about it for years, and uh, decided that, hey, we're going to start a band, and started, you know, started practicing, and then... Went to a Two-Tone Lizard King show in Cottonwood, and Stephen and Katie were DJing, and I talked to them about it, and I was like, yeah, we're looking for you know, somebody that plays keys or, you know, horns, and they're like, well, we do that, and I'm like, all right, you want to come to practice? <laughs> and that's how it started. We have tried, Stephen and I, to start a band several times before Dane even approached us and it just never really worked out like the you know inter band member chemistry wasn't there and did it practice you know the important stuff so yep. Blue Cat really was like the best case scenario for everybody really in it well that's awesome I mean are you guys on the same page of the same tastes or is it Kind of a diverse mix of different types of ska that you're trying to push into the songs you guys are writing. I feel like you know, that was everybody had their own taste in music. And... I think we're yeah. all on the same page, but our differences in like the other shit we're into is what makes Go Cat interesting. There. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even in first place anymore. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on anymore. I got, uh, I got to do the blue shell. So I've been good. paying attention to the conversation more than my race. <laughs> yeah, I just realized people are probably only seeing you and me, right? 
Uh, right now, it's eating. Yeah. Oh no, I'm actually, it's swapping me, I put it to the mode where it just changes to uh, whoever's talking right now. So. Oh, the race, yeah, it's just seeing me. And it's seeing Steven in front of me for a while. And just bombed me. <laughs> yes, all the fun experimentations of figuring out how to stream in a digital world when we're all mostly stuck inside. Yeah, when you go to somebody's house and play. It is a lot easier, especially when I was using a lot more older consoles that are a little harder to do by the physical presence. <laughs> Is up till what the PS2 ish, and those servers aren't even up. Most of them aren't online anymore. Yeah, but but yeah, you guys, yeah. As a collective, Bocat is one of the most knowledgeable, biggest fans of the genre I know. It seems like very appropriate that you guys eventually got together. I think somebody wants to refer to us as the Phoenix Supergroup. I think it was Brian <laughs> I don't know about that. Supergroup is smart at. Yeah. <laughs> it also helps that four of the seven of us either DJ somewhat regularly. Yes. Be Betty, Full Stop. Something Mama. Why am I. Mama Melody. Mama there we go. Melody. I was like, I know it. Where is it in my brain? <laughs> And Dane is just DJ Dane. Yeah. <laughs> I've not caught one of his so, DJ sets. When do these occur? Have I? Yeah. Oh, wait, you've had input, I think, on everything I've been around. When there are turntables, Dane, I think you've selected stuff. Because you just show yeah. up with records whenever someone else is saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just crashed their party. <laughs> and I know we've had I don't know how sarcastic it was or not but I know the third wave of ska you've told me is not real ska Dane <laughs> we've had this discussion before it's not <laughs> so what? what is true yeah, ska to you let's go there <laughs> what bands what... I, I like I couldn't say bands but like you musicians. know uh, more traditional stuff in the way sense of uh, you know pre reggae, right? Which, so the actual dance hall, the real dance hall crashers, uh, right. <laughs> the ones that actually physically did it, <laughs> and the specials and uh, scatolites. Man, so scatolites. Or no, specials are two-toed. Right. Yeah. Scatolites are... Like toots... <laughs> toots in the Maytal. Uh, Fritz Buster. Yeah. Decker. Yeah. Old, old, old school. Orig Fuck. Originators of the genre. Right. Even like the original Bob Marley and the Whalers stuff. Oh, I've never actually... All I've heard is his popular stuff. No, you... There's so much better stuff than that. From Bob Marley. Yeah. Which, by the way, I still appreciate to hear Bob Marley over Sublime. Oh. Oh, come on. 
because of local bands, and it's partially out of even the popular reggae bands, they always cover Sublime, and I'm, like, tired of it. <laughs> I just want to hear anything that's not Sublime. <laughs> this is a phase in my life for about three years where anybody I worked with or met in the wild that knew I or found out I listened to Sublime, their top three were always, oh, do you like Sublime, Real Big Fish, and Streetlight Manifesto, right? Sublime. Well, no, I guess they technically are. Streetlight Manifesto, they have phenomenal players, but the music is the greatest. <laughs> I, I heard it put when Sky is dancing music and Streetlight Manifesto does not play it. And I think that's a fair thing. I don't, I, I think they're very talented. <laughs> anyway, don't sit and dance to them, you know? Like, that, well, that, yeah. So when I found Streetlight, it was God, 12 years ago? No. I think there were actually people dancing in the circle pit. Now it's a mosh pit, and you have to find people that want to dance with you. Yeah. That's... Well, he, and, and, and when when people come to our shows and everything, like, you know, like, and they're doing the moshing, I, I, it kind of drives me nuts. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I know of a certain person who's kind of branched over from his uh, rockabilly taste that likes to stir the pit. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we're talking. We know who that is. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, yeah. I want to dance. Why do you keep trying to hit me? Stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> yes, you no. Know, so I can definitely yeah. relate to that because it's music to dance to. That's one of the best things about ska two tone. And yeah. if I wanted to freaking bosh and bash into people, I go to a different show. <laughs> And I do. Can we already play this game? Yeah, we did. Someone was it random, or how did we end up on this again? Because we get random. I chose Mute City. Don't blame me. <laughs> also, I don't know why I will drop. There's what, twenty four courses? Yeah. How did we end up on this one again? <laughs> did you randomize the right stuff? Oh, everyone's just... Oh, that was Dane. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. There's some more to this game. When you're in second place behind your wife and you have a red shell. <laughs> you do it or don't oh, you? I just saw a blue yeah. shell. I'll just wait and let her get that. But also, so, when I was putting together the flyer, I was finding more of the cursive logo you guys have, but... Your other um, logo is a Trojan Records, like, nod. Yeah. I think almost everybody... Son of a bitch. <laughs> Do they just jump to I the condom? In the band, have yeah. the Trojan Records? Uh, I don't know almost. about... I said almost. George, right? Other than for Ricky. I remember... I think I don't have one. I remember... I you go get one now, so. <laughs> You've got uh, time. It's good. Oh, you. <laughs> uh, 
Now this is chaos. Oh, I just went off to the side. I'm not talking anymore. Oh, who did that? But like, I remember also because you guys, when there was Once Upon a Time Record Store Days, uh, you guys were looking for, didn't they do a re-release of some Trojan stuff? Yeah, yeah, we were looking, we actually ended up getting yeah, I think I was looking for like, I want to say it was like the Rooney uh, Boys collection or something to that effect. <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome that it's in there. I guess it's a deep cut for those that know what it is. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. So. Fuck you, dick. <laughs> you don't want to be that DJ that only plays deep cuts. Get me oh. too. <laughs> I, I thought a deep cut is basically anything that the mass group that's listening doesn't know. That is correct. <laughs> I know a few DJs, bless their heart, but like they tend to only play the deep cuts, and I'm just like, how are you supposed to get people dancing if... Nobody knows the song. Right. So, one of the emo nights I've actually attended, they uh, they played at the Ataris, and no one knew who the hell they were, and I'm like, what's going on? How old are they? Right? <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's like, what? It's It kind of fits the motif of an emo song. How do they uh-huh. not know who the Ataris are? <laughs> when that KUKQ Brewdown happened, what was that, 2012? Yes. The one with Steven broke his ankle. <laughs> yes, infamously. The Ataris, or the gentleman from the Ataris, I don't know his name, I'm not going to lie. He played at that show, and even then, oh. I was like, God, Oh, we're Chris Rowe. Yes. <laughs> There we go. Oh. It's a variety. Uh, excite, but... It's randomly put together, too. Yeah, that was Bucket, I think. Yeah, a lot of that yeah Bucket from the Toaster set that whole thing up. Really? Mm-hmm. That, that was one the first time I ever went to Club Rock slash Chasers slash whatever. Because they yeah. handed me a ticket, I got really drunk, and then I was like, this seems like a good idea. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You know, they set up a Warsaw Poland Brothers show for the after party. The yes. problem was the first show was a beer fest. So everybody. So by the time they got to the Warsaw show, they were already drunk and getting drunker. And by the end of the night, it wasn't pretty. That's where I met Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That was a good night, other than I apparently learned I could make go. From uh, a girl liking me to hating me within about 10 seconds. But then I think it was John from Buck09 was like, like I was like, shit, I'm getting kicked out. And he pulls me over and he's like, let me buy you a beer. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's <laughs> like, okay, that's good. <laughs> Lesson learned, I think, or rewarded. Yeah, that was a good two days, too, because I had done six rounds of punk the night before, and then I went out to that the next day. <laughs> I don't know where... Okay. So, but you guys are working on... Is it new music, or is it existing music on the 7-inch? Both. Hey, there's no. uh, two new ones, two new re-recorded tracks. Oh, that's awesome. And that's, is that still on schedule? With everything going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has been ordered. Uh, we're just 
waiting for our first batch, hopefully only batch, of test presses right now, and um, getting the artwork finished, but it's pretty much still on schedule. They haven't told us if there's any delay in shipping, although I'm sure there will be. And we are, we're doing that through uh, Pirate Press. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I just was watching, what is last Saturday, or last weekend, they were celebrating their 15th anniversary or whatever? For ten years, maybe, might be ten, <laughs> but they've been around a little while. I think it might be fifteen because the gentleman from Tire Press I've been talking to says he was there for fourteen years. So then, yeah, they've been around that while, but they're really good. I've ordered a bunch of vinyl, but I know you guys like to collect vinyl. So do you guys like order six test pressings? <laughs> so you just have a test pressing to I collect. Have, we have really good. I <laughs> <laughs> As all you guys like to collect. Yeah, because there's, there's seven of us in the band, and we, you know everybody contributed to it. So, and that's you know, also really cool. Have enough for one for everybody at least. Yeah, know? I got one for every member of the band. I got there's two that were up for our Kickstarter campaign, so two contributors got a sign seven inch a little bit and then I have some extras, you know. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You have the collecting bug. I know how horrible how double edged that is, I think is the way to put it. <laughs> it's awesome to collect it all, but it's a horrible thing on the wall. And then when they announce variants yeah. and everything. Vectors everywhere. <laughs> Alright, who's in control of the room? <laughs> Uh, that would be me. Can you? Are you able to set up new? I don't see any menus, so I don't know. You're able to set up let's new settings. Back. Just go back. Or let's go for the raid. Yeah. What do you want? Or we? I was gonna say you can set it to like 48 races, and then we'll just race until we run out oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah. time. Or. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then yeah. The other thing I recall from the last record release show you guys had was that Dane is kind of the perfectionist of the group, the recording. I, I mean, I guess you could call it that. <laughs> it, you, you guys were talking about it on stage. It was kind of hard not to hear. <laughs> you know what? And I still don't like it. <laughs> worked on that album for two and a half years. I was just so ready for it to be done. Oh, man. <laughs> but here's the thing. In, in retrospect, we have new... Our new stuff sounds amazing. So, you know, the, 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 the three songs that are coming out so on a, on a it's, record is very frustrating, and I don't know if we'll ever do that again. That was fucking... Going. At least not a Hellcat. <laughs> At least not a Hellcat. <laughs> a different place of recording. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we chose a different studio this time and you know, very pleased with the, what came out. Yeah, it went a lot smoother this time. Well, that's awesome then. And I'm looking forward to it, especially now that I have less stuff to see live right now. <laughs> Of all the unfortunate timing. And that, speaking of unfortunate timing, so you guys 
we're scheduled to play both Punk Rock Bowling Club Show. Yeah. <laughs> and you have the Supernova Scott Festival. Yeah. So the Supernova, that is still on. You guys are still just for next year. So you guys are still on that one. Yeah. And then the other one we have to stay tuned. Is that what it is? What I understand, um, they haven't really contacted us yet regarding it. I'm assuming, you know, they're just dealing with the main stage stuff right now. Right. They basically, they've refunded all the club shows to me, so they're basically reshuffling those, my understanding. Because they didn't cancel the main stage, so most of those artists must be coming back. I sure fucking hope they have this back, because I really wanted to play that show. <laughs> On the upside, you're in their contacts, so... Exactly. <laughs> I think I cried that day. Sean, Sean messaged us. Yeah. I know you guys, every one of you guys were super excited because I think I got approached on separate occasions at the same show at the same night by various members of just like, did you hear? <laughs> and like, I think so, but you can tell me, what are you... <laughs> I'll let you have your excitement there. At least I think four of you guys approached me that night. And I'm like, this is really cool news. And I'm excited that you guys are super excited. We weren't allowed to tell anybody at first. Yeah, and it, like, we found out way before they announced it. So we had to sit on it for a long time. And it was really frustrating. Especially for, oh my gosh, I got hit with lightning right as I went. Okay. Which was a cool show. One of the first to sell out too. Yeah, it was. It was the first show, other than the secret show, the battle. Yeah. Well, and I because well, I want to say people just assumed it was like Cox Bar, because yeah. it always is Cox Bar <laughs> when they play. That's right. And now they're not playing next year. Because they already have oh. something booked, apparently. Yep. So, we'll see who the other headliner is that replaces them. But, on another tangent, you guys went to the Supernova Scott Festival last year? Was it a year ago? Has it been that long? They skipped one year so that they could raise funding, and then... That's right. Then. But you guys have been huge advocates of it. What? Tell us of some of your fun adventures out there your <laughs> first year. Best, best memory from that Supernova was uh, we were we went the hotel we were at had a tiny pizza shop, and some reason we were the only ones in it. And uh, we're sitting there, we're waiting on our, our pizza slices to come out, and I look over, and Roddy Radiation, the guitar player from the specials comes up and for some reason the door he went through was locked and I saw him get all pissed off and swear and go to walk away so I rushed over and let him in and then he sat and had lunch with us and it was it was just us it was us and Ryan. Oh, that's super cool yeah that was great yeah. and you know he seems like he's a super nice dude he is he's incredibly friendly and easy to talk to because my interactions were the really drunk pool party at punk rock bowling that the Scott Billy Rebels played I will say, he, 
fucking hates the specials. <laughs> don't don't talk to him about that. That explains something. When did he leave the band? Because uh, late late nineties. Because okay. he became their singer for a while. He did. Uh, there was the album Guilty Till Pro- Proven Innocent, and he was the singer on that album. Okay. Still plays a lot of songs. Because I noticed, well, definitely not on these last couple tours. But he's also been one of the nice people. My most viewed Facebook video is of Roddy Radiation in the Scottbilly Rebels. And I noticed he shares it all the time. Like, I'll just, I'll just share that video again. Yeah, I, I, I get notifications every time, and I'm like, I don't know what... Did something happen? I appreciate it. Like, I'm not friends with him on Facebook, so I'm just like, wait, he shared it again. And then I'll get new likes just randomly. <laughs> if that last supernova, Dane got lucky because somebody gave him a freaking VIP ticket. Oh. Dane. <laughs> All weekend. Good. <laughs> That's right. You guys had the rain. I remember it was. Uh... What was it? Fucking <laughs> There. Was it Chris Murray played a set in the rain and stuff? For, well, for yeah, it started raining. Everybody huddled under the merch tent. And then, like, Chris Murray and this guy from Canada named Danny Rebel, they just grabbed their guitars and started playing. The next thing we knew, everybody was together singing along in the rain. It was cool. Got from uh, 45 playing the horns. Oh, yeah. Really? So, oh, that would have been fun. I forgot the Steady 45 and Matamosa were the only West Coast fans on that festival. So they found us pretty quick because we were like yeah. the Southwest. We were like the <laughs> only 10 people not afraid of the fact it was raining. It's like us and the two guys from Vegas. And I say, then do you have any advice on, well, I guess travel is going to get cheaper now, right? But going to the East Coast from the West Coast has always been a little more difficult money wise. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can barely hear you. He's probably okay. further away from his phone. <laughs> yeah, plane tickets are expensive. Because I've been looking at it, I've been looking at Fest for a while, and then now Supernova. But both are East Coast, like, it's not as simple cheap drive with four people. No, and, and like, <laughs> flying too, when you have to bring instruments, it adds a whole other level of frustration. It's not, is it any cheaper to, like, go slacker's route and just borrow equipment from people? Uh, it's a lot <laughs> easier when you have a guitar, or even, honestly, even keyboard, but uh, horns are a lot trickier. Yeah. Or rentals. I wonder if there's how many rental shops are near there. <laughs> I, I don't know. After COVID, I don't think I want to rent a fucking <laughs> Depends where your immunity is, right? If it doesn't talk relapse. About, talk about, you know, uh, hold on. Let's switch things around here. <laughs> another, another fun part about Supernova. Everybody stays at the same hotel, the bands and the fans. So after the shows, there's just like hotel room parties till 4 a.m. and everybody's out drinking together and 
Eagleston and Rutgers, yeah. you know, just like a big family reunion. It was all in one big courtyard at this hotel, and there were definitely people not for the event staying there. <laughs> the security guards would come by. It's three in the morning. There's a DJ spinning, like, loud music. Yeah. The security guards would come by. We're like, oh, they're going to shut us down. But they're just like, hey, everybody all right? I'm like, yeah, we're cool. And walk away. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So it's kind of like Vegas, or at least it was allowed to be like Vegas. <laughs> yeah, they, they, were, they let us slide pretty well. Definitely like a more wholesome environment than Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> what? Vegas. Yeah, there's not like old dudes in mankinis? No, that's not that. <laughs> so, yeah, like, you know, punk rock bullying, as we're all aware, is, you know, just the whole weekend of debauchery and getting friends at school. Yes. Supernova is more so like, oh my god, I get to meet all my friends I've known on the internet for 12 years. <laughs> Maybe it's just a culture clash. Punk versus goth. Yeah, <laughs> like the least accents were coming from your side? What? They do not like to drink hard liquor for some reason. Yeah. We went to Bob Rom and this chef and everybody was just I'm with their PBRs, which is cool. <laughs> and and uh, they also don't seem to like to, to mix very much. Nobody wanted to smoke weed, which is weird. That is yeah, kind of weird, I guess. No, like, drugs or it was, yeah. It was a very wholesome family. <laughs> Compared to punk rock calling. I think there was no drugs. There was, there was some cannabis. But is it legal there? Maybe that's it. Is it legal? <laughs> they just yeah. recently passed medical insurance. Oh wow, so it's kind of like this scene. <laughs> uh, well, gotta try to get to that next one then. I'm, like, obviously I was really excited to play it, but I'm most upset about Supernova because the Pie Chasers, or not Pie Chasers, the uh, Planet Smashers are one of my all-time favorite bands. Yeah. And from Canada, and they don't play America very often, and when they do, it's only like the Northeast. So oh. I've never seen them, and I was really, really excited to finally get to see them, and then this happened. But they're still coming back for next year, right? As far as I know, yeah. <laughs> that seems like they were more consistently getting their artists back over there so far <laughs> than Punk Rock Bowling. Well, with Punk Rock Bowling, it's like. There's only stuff for the major band very booked out for next year. You know? right. Well, I was kind of surprised when they said Coxbar was already scheduled. I'm like, so they've scheduled over a year ahead of their, for their tour? To know a year from now you're going to be in X city and then Y city on tour with this band. I already forget what shows we have coming up. I can't remember shit. Yeah. I, I guess that's a... I had to both that number. I had all our shows, like everything I have to remember because of this. How's it look now? It's terrifying. No, I mean, is it just <laughs> No, it's all just like three months of backlog now, so. Uh, that's nothing going on anymore. Well, that's the weird thing is that there's is stuff, I know what, traditionally people book about six months out. 
So with everything that's being postponed, they're running into the stuff that's still there. Okay. Right, it looks like Clint Eastwood. I'm gonna shout at some kid. <laughs> but he's playing his switch. Very confusing. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my porch. We're gonna see it here. <laughs> Wait, so you're just playing portable mode switch, aren't you? The most bow music part. Oh, yeah. Where's it? Shit. Got it. Alright. Oh, then you guys are on the same page. I can see why you guys are married. <laughs> or you, oh, wait, you're playing on the same console, though. Yeah. yeah. So does your choice count for the same, or are you guys actually making separate choices? No, it counts for the same. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was like, no wonder you're married. You're on the same page on everything. <laughs> I know sometimes it might seem like we're one from the massive <laughs> There's a reason why we call him the twin. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I can. I can totally see it now. <laughs> so much more sassy than Steven now. How dare you? And then what? What's so outside of the rain though? Was the weather comfortable or was it humid and muggy? Or? It wasn't as humid as I thought it would be. To be honest, it was like it wasn't too bad. Chicago was way much. And they, that's because they got with the river there and the lake. Yeah. Well, we're on the Potomac River. Like, literally. On but it was a little drier. Well, and that's true. That was a different location. The new one, the one that was supposed to happen this year, is going to be literally on the beach. Right? It's out of, it's out of Fort? A state park? Yeah, it's at Fort Meade. So more people can be DJing this time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just DJ out of the fort. That sounds like a weird plug for the casinos here, but... <laughs> the sexy sax man. I dragged that. Whatever. I know man words. <laughs> so, what have you guys been up to during these self quarantine times? What have, what's been your leading? Dane to keep busy and active. Yeah, Dane's Dane's still working. I guess Katie's still working too. It's just me really <laughs> I mean, I outside of this upcoming week where I now have a week long furlough, I've been working my job normally. But still there's a lot of downtime or at least for me there's a lot more downtime. I assume it's the same for you guys. Yeah. Because now there's the dog's a lot happier. Literally shoved himself behind me. <laughs> I didn't say it, this is like the most optimal time for me to have a pet. Right. Or no. them to be spoiled by it when I'm busy again. But I don't want to put down that deposit <laughs> on top of getting the, the animal. And then, you know, shots and licensing. Yes. All of the fun stuff. All the things. That's why you get them when they're like 10, and you don't have to worry about them. <laughs> I don't even... I'm in third, how about that? I kind of just stopped paying attention and just talking while racing, and Dane just passed me. 
but I just got him at the end. All right, well, let's talk about, like, so your different music tastes. So what are some of your favorite musicians, bands of all time? <laughs> so some of your favorite of all time musicians or bands? All time? Yes. Uh, Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm my biggest influence musically though is probably like the Body Snatchers. Body Snatchers and B fifty two. Those are both good. Did you catch B fifty twos when they came through? I did not. I've missed them literally every time I've come to Phoenix. So <laughs> <I was> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I finally got oh, it. I finally got my my F zero in here, my big blue. <laughs> uh, well, all right, let's try this. If there was, people were just looking into getting into ska in general. What bands would you recommend they check out? Golden Alfonso. That's a that's a a wide question because it depends on what their taste looking into, but if they want to know about the trad Jamaican originators and stuff, yeah, Roland Alfonso, um, my mind goes blank, because that's how that happens. <laughs> uh, Rico Rodriguez is a top trombone players, or reggae trombone players, biggest influence, they are one of them. Uh, Rico Rodriguez is an absolute legend. He played with the specials. He played with everybody. Um, Stephen um, Hines, Desmond Decker. And then obviously, you know, the two-tone stuff, the specials, English Beat, Bad Manners. Oh, man. Like, funnier, goofier, naughtier things is always Judge Dredd. Yeah. Bump it. There's one I actually what? Judge Dredd. You never heard of Judge Dredd? No. Oh, not an outside of the Stallone movie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I threw a red shell and all I hit was a banana peel. <laughs> yeah, I guess it does matter. Like, I always call Less Than Jake my gateway guy because I was how I discovered the, the sound and then started learning and researching it and figuring out yeah. other sounds. They were a big starter one for me. Um, I think that also just speaks about, like, Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, let's I, see. I, I got into Scott from my brother, my older brother, just giving me CDs and they got But that's how I, uh, like, uh, one of the first ones... And through Craven Warhead from the Scott Punk show. <laughs> Did we lose again? We're, we're one of the bands I was first really, really into. Uh, the, cup, the power couple beat me, but I beat Dane. Of course. <laughs> So, let's see. 
What album of the last 12 months would you recommend people check out? While they have plenty of time to listen to music. <laughs> I mean... A new Bandulu's record? Yeah. Uh, the new Suicide Machine. Also very good. That was one that apparently my memory was clouded. It's like I started listening and I'm like, why is half these songs like punk rock? And then I went back and listened to those albums for the first time in like a year. And I'm like, oh, no, they were always this way. My head, I'm like, there's Scott Punk. Why is there so punk on this part? Right, go back and listen to, what is that? Not, not that one, the other one. The one that's like, Battle Him. Battle Him. That one is like, really heavy driven punk record. I always pick one that, that one out because we bought that one around the same time as and he's always been very political. Yeah. You know, all, all his writing in other bands. Especially in that 15 year gap. Yeah. <laughs> Are you hoping that then. Is, he can, is Jake going to be writing more music? And, or is this like a one off? I honestly don't know. I'm not sure. Well, he's also in like. Five other bands. Sure. <laughs> yes, yes. I saw, seen him perform a Yucca with a... Uh, crap. Break Anchor. Break Anchor. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I see Mr. Resetti and then I get destroyed. <laughs> That's a weirdly appropriate timing. <laughs> Already dead and what has been your recent binges of music? Uh, the new stuff that we just recorded. Yeah. <laughs> it's been basically that. Um, every like six years, I go on a really big against Nathan's and I can tell another one is coming. I think that's my fault because I've been listening to them a lot. Like, actually, <laughs> I, I, I have been following a lot of their newer stuff. And they're more good. Have you listened to Laura Jane Grace and uh, was it Devouring Mothers? I haven't yet, but I have every intention. I have the worst memory. I'll look at something and be like, "Yeah, let's check this out," and it'll be like four years. <laughs> I think I only noticed the side project because they were touring. And I was like, "Wait, Laura Jane's playing." Oh, wait. But it's not the band that I think it is, and it's not her solo act. And that's how I discovered it. <laughs> it's pretty I good. Was, I listened to the cover oh, no. she did of uh, People Who Died by the Jim Carroll Band. That was really good. Why am I being... Oh, this river. I'm stuck in the river. Yeah, I got uh, sucked away as well. That's not right. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm going to get some really good power-ups now. <laughs> <laughs> And then game. So. Yeah. <laughs> what games have you guys been playing in your quarantine team times? Pinball. 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 I've been, you know, okay. I've been trying so hard to get a big game of Smash Brothers. I'm like, we're all home. 
And, you know, I used to set up Smash Brothers tournaments at the bar. So, like, I'd have a whole bunch of people come in. It was so much fun. I'm like, great. Everyone's home. When better to do a big Smash tournament? Nobody will play. And it's because of two words, Animal Crossing. Oh. <laughs> I know. Uh, I've, I've uh, never I've, played an Animal Crossing uh, that much in, God, has it only been two months? I've never played it. It's kind of like collectathon and living your life the game well why <laughs> people keep posting pictures like hey i rearranged my living room for the time i'm like cool uh i don't know why <laughs> i'm glad well a... there are super cool like nintendo themed stuff you can get for your house that, that that's usually my end goal and then once i have them i'm like all right i'm good You get some Zelda I know, stuff. Honestly, I play Rocket League a lot. On Switch or where? On the Switch. Oh wait, yeah. it's, it's cross-play, right? Cross-platform. Yeah, uh, just not too long ago they they did cross-platform with uh, I think just Xbox. Now uh, we have someone. And then, and then uh, Katie and I have been hosting a weekly Jackbox party with our. Our regulars. Which that has it, seemed to gain some momentum. Jackbox has always been around and from, yeah. the, from the makers of You Don't Know Jack. Yeah. Like, it's always been around, but it seems like it's surging in these times. In popularity. Party game. And a good one. Like, those guys know how to do a good party game. <laughs> it, it, I will say a lot of the games, because it's been around for years, are meant to be played in the same room. Right. Um, but there's, you know, a lot of them are just trivia games and stuff like that. So it's like, if you can stream it and get everybody in, it's a lot of fun. Which right now you guys, all the bars are closed, huh? Um, um I think they are if they don't serve food. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I believe, yeah, if they serve food that they can sell to go, they can also sell liquor to go. Like, oh wait, so you can't just be like, I'm a liquor to go. Yeah. Is... <laughs> the bar we work at, was doing that for a while. Well, not for a while, we did it for like a week and a half. Yeah. And, and then the, the full shutdown went into effect. So, yeah, we've been shut down for over a month now. I can't believe it's been a month. I can't even... It feels like longer. Right? <laughs> right? Uh, what? what? It's been like... I just want to get back to, well, normal is probably a weird word now, but what will be normal will be nice just to have compared to what is going on right now. I'm looking what forward to back in the Yucca and playing a show, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're looking forward to that, too. We went like from being, so like, what, I, what I've noticed, like, our bar is not going to be open by until September. Really? really? Yeah. Oh. So, but it will be it will be different than when the last time we were in there. I have uh, seen it. Oh, yeah, they're doing work. Yes, they are. They, I know they've yeah. been cleaning up and they've been. Oh, they, they did upgrading uh, some stuff, moving yeah, some stuff. It looks really good. So. 
because I've occasionally been able to peek through the door when I picked up some of my takeout. The I, I get the, the benefit of them also being like five minutes from where I live. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm I keep wanting to go get food, and then I'm just like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you guys at least live together. You guys, I think, actually, all you guys on here have roommates or family or both. True. And it's I live by myself, so the opportunity to even just go to Yucca for ten minutes, I'm like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> or go to Whataburger because they're open still at like midnight. <laughs> I've been taking advantage of some of those just as ways to not be inside my apartment. Just go out then. That too. And with my week-long furlough, I'm planning to actually probably go north and find somewhere to hike. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I ride my scooter as much as I possibly can. Yeah, don't... The only thing that... <laughs> Put a wrench in my plans is it being a hundred degrees now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh crap! I can't just go. I can't really go south, and I can't go to anything within about an hour or half an hour. So I had to actually now go for a decent drive if I want to go hike and be outside in nature and not die. And I've I've already learned to avoid bodies of water. Because that's apparently where everyone is going. Well, what, when, yeah. It, it sounds like the best place to be right now, doesn't it? Yeah, well, someone was, uh... Oh, gosh, uh... What am I... Slide Rock, that's what I'm trying to think of. Someone was posting about how Slide Rock was just, like, packed, and, like... Well, great. Before the coronavirus. That's true, it always was shutting down due to various bacterial things being found in the water. Yeah, because you have kids, you have young kids that aren't, parents aren't around, so they're going to, yeah. and you have adults that are just drunk or don't care, <laughs> of course it's going to happen. But also, like, when I did that hike in Superior a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, cool, there's a cool canyon hike, has a little, like, creek or whatever that goes through it, and I get there and there's, like, ten people, and I'm like, oh, right, water, warm temperature, of course people are here. Which I don't blame them. That's what we were used to, is our recreation of choice, right? Water activities? Yeah. Yes. When you can get it. <laughs> I was going to say, my apartment complex has my pool closed, so I can Yeah, same here. And it's a really nice place. I haven't had a chance to use it. Um, <laughs> like they remodeled it? No, uh, we haven't. We've only been living in... We haven't lived here for a full year. Oh. Now. In, uh, in uh, what, October? Yeah. And we just, you know, we've been busy, so we never use the pool. And now that we have time to use the pool. So... <laughs> The pool is probably the cleanest place you can pee. That's what I figured, but it they shut it down on October. Yeah. <laughs> Just swimming. What do I know? As I say, Dane, do you have a pool at your house that you get to display it? 
Uh, no. It, I have a, a round. That is empty. 90 <laughs> Yeah, that's usually what happens is that my pool is empty and it's fucked up, so. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Are you a big swimmer? Me? Yeah. I like the water. So now's the time, right? Yeah. Oh, you're still working there. Yeah, I work like I work like sixty hours a week, so. See, unfortunately, not well, the time you. to clean it up. You were saying it's the cleanest place. Is that just what all the chlorine? Yeah, I think so. Well, especially if it's your own. <laughs> oh no, we lost connection. What happened? We lost connection. To our... I didn't. <laughs> we will go back to the lobby. We have. Well. <laughs> While we're doing that, we have someone asking if they can play with us. Um, I have no idea. They're not creating a room. I don't know who they are. They just they go by the name Boy, B O I. That's probably Chris Padilla. Oh, it could be. Is there a new group yet? Yeah, uh, I started one. Oh, Dane's got one. Okay. Wait, what's I guess I'll change my character since I got yeah, that many. It was fun to be the cat girl because it was. Oh, um, cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be an inkling this time. Alright, we're back. <laughs> I don't know how old those messages are. I'm now looking at them. Oh man, he's putting it on 200 cc. We're gonna like die. <laughs> this is gonna be the chaos that we all wanted to. Get 200 cc and no comp, so there's no other racers. It's just that sport. Oh okay. It is still going to be chaos. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm all about it, so let's see what happens. If it sucks, but you can always change it. True. Yeah. <laughs> no, whoever it is in the chat's not responding anymore, so. Alright. There you go, now it's just us. <laughs> <laughs> we will just free carnage on our on each other. Yeah, ourselves. Okay. We don't have to worry about anybody else. Seems like a species mad how he treated. Oh we were racing this before, weren't we? Yeah. When it aired on us. Right. Yeah. Why I don't know who I took out. <laughs> that was just a lucky bounce. 
Yes, I think that's all of us. Alright, so, assuming we all grew up on video games, what was your first video game console? Yeah, I'm, I'm the young guy, so mine was the uh, Super NES. Oh, wow. I, I never had a Super NES. That's like... Ever. Really? You were, what, a Genesis yeah. guy? I had Genesis and a original Nintendo. Yes. So. Uh, what was your favorite game on the Genesis? Did you like Sonic? Uh, Sonic and, uh, what was that other one with the mummy? Remember that? As a, oh, um, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Something about, uh, decap attack? No. Yeah, something like that, yeah. I think it was decap attack. There was a Genesis game. So, and I think there were mummies in that game. What's the point of those boxes if I just jump over them? <laughs> How many races did you set at your Genesis? It's 48. Put it at 48 at 200 CC. Yes. <laughs> this is the chaos that people want. Alright, Or at least Dane wants. <laughs> Where are you? There you are. Let's select that. Let's see if we can get Rainbow Road. <laughs> see, so my first video game console was the NES. So I'm like in the middle of everyone. So I had a, my, my first console was a Atari. And like what? Dig Dug was rad. Dig Dug was rad. Had an NES, and I know I messed around on it, but like I was really young. Oh, first one I remember getting into. Oh, I have a really young story related to my Nintendo. So I kept, I was what, five, I think, when I had it? First got it. I kept renting Zelda just for the gold cartridge, but I would run in circles. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing in it, but I kept renting it because I'd see the gold cartridge. And NBA. Wait, say that again. I had a Game Boy. Oh, the Game Boy. I had a Game Boy. Everyone's. I don't have a Game Boy, but I do still have some cartridges and a Game Boy Advance. The Game Boy Advance was one of the best. That was where, what, a bunch of the Castlevanias? Yeah, and uh, Metroid. Yeah. Uh, the best Metroid on there. Castlevania was a franchise that I unsuspectingly owned most of it, and I didn't realize it. I was just like putting together my collection, and I was like, wait, I own like a version of those Castlevania games. How did this happen? Except the 3D ones that are kind of a mixed bag. <laughs> so Smash Brothers, though, I recall Smash Brothers. Who's your main? <laughs> you have a main. I I have like five mains. I know a lot of people that just have one character they only ever play as, and I don't think that's wise. I try to be prepared, so I've got a few. Uh, uh, probably Samus is best, <laughs> but uh, I like Piranha Plant. Things were actually really good. And people are like, how does he work? I'm like, he actually walks around. He has feet. 
Nintendo pissed me off because I think there's too many Fire Emblem characters. The creative... Sakurai is a huge fan. They, they added a new Fire Emblem character again, and I was really annoyed. But then it turned out that that character is really good. Violet. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, Violet. <laughs> I didn't want another Fire Emblem character, but he's a good player. Let's say, so what is it? Mario characters, Fire Emblem characters, and Pokemon? No. What are the there are a lot of biggest Pokemon. concentration of games in there? Fucking Baby Park again? God damn it. <laughs> Oh, at 200 CC, this going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to do a new Mario Kart that has the Smash Brothers lineup of characters. Like, why is it Samus or Donkey Kong? I guess they do have Donkey It's kind of became, uh, kind of became that. A little bit. It's kind of become that with these with Mario Kart 8. Like, they brought in the Inklings and they brought in the Animal Crossing characters. And, and Link. Like, they started branching into it. You can unlock um, the Blue Falcon, Captain Falcon's car from F-Zero. Yeah. You don't have Captain Falcon. Oh, no, that's assault on the wound for us F-Zero fans. We're, we, have, we haven't had an F-Zero game in years, but you get two courses in his car. I always <laughs> think I have a bad being a Metroid fan. But I suppose that's your You things. you get teases though. You see like some light. <laughs> you got teased at Metroid Prime Four, and then they told us that they were swiping it clean. I'm gonna say that. Are you excited for the rumors of the trilogy at least being re-released on Switch? Ah. Is that the what? The, oh, the Metroid Prime trilogy is supposed to be coming. Supposedly it was supposed to be this year until everything got fucked up. Like, everything is being affected that we love right now. <laughs> Even the Smash Brother DLC pack. Yeah. That they're supposedly pushing back because they haven't been able... Because Tokyo's been... Or Japan's been on, what, stricter lockdown? So they haven't really been able to yep. do a ton together. In terms of development, yeah, but they have the least amount of COVID cases. True. Because of it. Uh, if only we could. Oh, part of this conversation got me hungry. I got, <laughs> I've got, I've got till eight to go to Yaka. <laughs> See what their specials are. It's like, so wait, Dane, are you just doing your main job, or have you been doing anything over at Yucca in these times? Uh, I haven't done anything over at Yucca yet. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately. Your popping in has been more for food, too. Yeah, just to stop by, get some merch, whatever. Yes, I bought, at least I bought the shirt before my money started getting tighter. <laughs> yeah. And I think what the lunchbox, there's a couple now. The lunchbox, kind of about last week. They have a shirt you can buy to support their stuff. And Heavy Breather's streaming out of there tonight. And tonight? Uh, yeah, they're. At the, at the lunchbox, right? Yeah. 
They were supposed to be streaming last night, and then they kept having technical issues. So at least I don't feel bad about my technical issues. <laughs> everybody's streaming because everybody's home. We're killing people's servers. Oh yeah. <laughs> but that was an observation someone made to me through Instagram about how funny it is. All these like older musicians are streaming, and you're just like yeah. watching them like trying to figure out how it works. I literally watched Victor Hero from the Slackers do that this morning. It was hilarious. It was, it was just him doing the bit space the whole time. Like, all right, where's the where's the button to stream? Am I doing this right? Yeah. <laughs> my best Vic voice. I've got it on the Instagram, but I don't got it on the Facebook. <laughs> and I think there was what there was. Uh, oh crap. I like it. I think Dave was Dave Hilliard was streaming too with the the oh god what just what's the seven? Uh, Rock Teddy Seven. I think there was a stream where he kind of had a stream going behind him, while of someone else being a guest. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's been doing that with Vic from the Flaggers too, because um, it's like the, the only way they can think to do it to have Vic play by himself. Dave should play with the recording of Vic. And <laughs> Oh, that's really. <laughs> that is definitely like the older person's like solution to some yeah. of this. Like Instagram actually lets you join people's things and it splits it. Yeah. Like there's ways of joining people, <laughs> but the simpler solutions. That's where we go. But at least they're doing it. That kind of been yeah. like a treasure trove, though a little overwhelming. At least, I'm sure you guys are in the same boat. Of just like you follow so many musicians, and you're like, "Wait, this person's streaming, and this person's streaming." Yeah. Fuck. It's it's like being at a festival when everybody's playing at the same time on different stages. Who haven't I watched recently? Do I want to? Yeah. I don't like to add that you know Facebook is kicking people off for DJing. Yeah, yeah I, I got a 24-hour suspension on uh, Instagram Live for trying to DJ. <laughs> All because it was, actually, I think it was a Streetlight Manifesto yeah. song. All the other music that I had put apparently is not popular enough to be caught by yeah. the copyright claim. <laughs> Here's the problem: is like we own all those records. Yeah. Yeah, right? that's exactly the point. We're not pirating it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not hitting you with just like a Spotify stream of my favorites. <laughs> These are all albums that I own in some form. Ooh. Yeah. And then also, I know early on there was also dumb, other dumb stuff going on with uh, like Frank Turner and a couple others where they were getting caught because of their music, even though they were the owner of their music. So they yeah. would be booted. It was all just... Yeah. That's what you get for having the Zuckerberg. <laughs> the Zuckerberg robot experience. Yeah. Well, and a heavy litigated society where everyone's used for everything. So they're worried about a lawsuit, so instead they just kind of have an over-enveloping policy. Aww. They even had the star, and I just went off the 
At least we finally got to Rainbow Road. So, here's the question. What are some newer, like, up-and-coming ska bands that everybody has been keeping an eye on? Oh, God. And now just based on it. Oh, Bite Me Bambi. That's been one that I've been really digging. Yeah, they've been fucking floating out in California. They only have, like, five tracks and one of them in Japanese. Fun fact, we found out the lead singer of that band is in an episode of Parks and Recreation. Really? Yeah, there's, there's an episode where April has uh, a bunch of interns, and she's the one that's basically a younger version of April. Oh no. That means she's just another Amy Interrupter then. <laughs> <laughs> what? Amy Interrupter like, was super famous and popular in other facets. And then became super popular in with the interrupters. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just making commentary that we have another television star actor that suddenly decided they were going to go into music <laughs> and make a ska band. <laughs> and also an Alex Jones supporter. Ooh, Wait, really? Have you ever heard her Ron Paul song? No. Oh my god. Look. Look it up, but be Look. prepared to try it yourself. Wait, the lead singer of Bite Me Bambi or Amy oh, no, 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 no. oh. I'm not gonna tell anybody what to do, but if you Google Amy Allen Ron Paul anthem, you're gonna find something pretty funny. Oh no. It's painful to watch, I'm not gonna lie. That's unfortunate. Now, they're a weird they're one of the few bands that I've reached out to about photos and they like are less responsive than most. So they're kind of They're kind of a weird I don't know what the situation is Other than I know she also has family here in what Mesa Yeah And so my mind Immediately assumed Given like she doesn't really swear I might have an idea Of what her religion is (laughs) Which then further Kind of puts us on the path of why she would have a Ron Paul song. Right. <laughs> it kind of rubbed me the wrong way last time we played with them because the whole tour, leading up to our show, they had been posting um, sound check videos. Cool. They put a video of them in sound check and they like were like absolutely. I think they're super protective of their stuff because. Which understand and I respect that and I shut it off. I wasn't, you know, like bitch about it or anything. But at the same time, like double <laughs> If we let you record us. Yeah, exactly. And they did record us that night. They recorded us playing <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so weird. Well yeah, because like uh when I took pictures of Mass Intruder on that tour, they were like, no, you can't take pictures of interrupters if you do take pictures of us. Okay, that's fine. Even though no one in that venue knew that I was restricted that way. I could have taken pictures and never posted them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, we got off topic. We did. Because <laughs> I got on my rant. Talking <laughs> shit about the interrupters. That's where this I podcast think- is now. <laughs> I think it's cool that Esteban from Madame Mosca got to play with him. That's pretty cool. And unfortunate that he got. It's Brody from, uh, it's the Sky version of Brody. 
Yes. Or oh. whatever. Yeah. Uh, so. But yeah, back to Bite I mean, Me Bambi. <laughs> That's been probably the most one. And that, that one I got introduced to in the same week. I got introduced to it with, because I met Josh from, was it Viva Scott Radio? Yeah. And then also, yeah. tazy has been playing Bite Me Bambi, and I was just like, what is this band? I keep seeing their name, and then, like, dove in. I'm like, this is all really well produced and really good sound. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that the new surge of ska bands, there's a lot of female presence in it, so that's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> Very cool. I mean, that's... Yeah. Sorry, Dan, go ahead. Well, I feel like, you know, it's like we started a job that was female funded like four years ago, you know? <laughs> and then all these fans are like, whoa, whoa, it's, I need to play a sky, they don't accept us. <laughs> you know? I love... Look, they're doing... I don't know. I don't know, for us, I mean, for me personally, the fact that there's two females in our band has never been a selling point. Like, and I really, really get bothered when people try to use that as a selling point. Like, I would rather we were known for being good musicians, not being good professionals. What does it say? People say female fronted is not a genre. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was something. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> We played, we, we played the marquee one time, right? And yeah. it was uh, the female fun, like all female group, like female showcase, right? Yeah. And we were like, well, we kind of don't want to play because of that fact, you know? Well, and they also, they also didn't tell us that when they booked it. They said, hey, we're booking a local showcase. <laughs> you guys want to play? And we're like, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for thinking of us. And then they released the flyer, and the whole flyer was like, the rock, all ladies. And we're like, oh. <laughs> so it's just because we've got girls in our band. That's neat. We didn't sign up for this. Yeah. But it's giving you shit, too. I remember, I don't know if it's something to discuss publicly, but I know there was a issue at a venue yeah, and that's um, more common than you'd think. That is un that's horrible. When I won't look out of respect, I won't say the venue, but we were getting ready to play a show, and uh, the bouncers—they had people in the bar before the show set up. So when they went to open doors, the bouncers came in and were kicking everybody out. Like, come on, guys, you gotta go pay your way in. And they walked up to our band, Bowcat, and specifically to Katie and Marsha, and said, all right, let's go. And we're like, no, no, they're in the band. And they went, ha ha, yeah, okay, let's go. <laughs> no, really, we're not sneaking in our fucking girlfriends. They're in the, like, you know, women can play instruments, right? Like, yeah. And man, and again, not the first time that's happened. Frustratingly common, especially when we're doing load-in at venues. They'll, they'll, Katie's carrying her fucking keyboard in, and they'll act like she's just carrying my keyboard in because she's our groupie or something. I literally have gotten to the point where I make it a point where I walk in separately by myself with just my. Just to make the note. Yeah. So you're one of the members of the band. 
That is dumb. Why are we not out of... <laughs> I, I mean, know. again, it, it's not like women singers and women musicians are a new thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do I try not to let it bother me? And I think nine times out of ten it doesn't. I mean, like, oh, God, what an asshole. You know, <laughs> whatever. But that tenth time is not the time that's the me sort of thing, and I, like, lose my shit. <laughs> that last time Rightfully that, so. Uh, one of them. <laughs> Alive and well, sexism. This is in Phoenix. If people are trying to narrow it down a little. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, basically, if we're going to narrow it down a little bit, it's in <laughs> And it was a show that involved another female fronted band. Right? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Actually, we probably have. <laughs> people can figure this out on their own. We're not going to. Well, I need to figure out on it my own. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was this? Three weeks ago? No, wait. It was. God, it was three months. That the show Man, is that we were just talking about. That was January. Really? Holy crap! Yeah. Again, my passage of time is all fucked. I mean, it was fucked right. already, but it's worse <laughs> now. This is not the <laughs> it was a Yes. That's as much as we'll say. <laughs> now people will never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm this. I'm going to give you a little ska band you like right now. It's coming to get you. Oh, fuck you, Dane. <laughs> what, what is Dane's current ska listenings? What? Give me new bands. Ugh, new bands you like, Dane? No. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has said on record. Third wave is not real, so. <laughs> that's why we're on the fourth wave now. Yeah, that's the one that's not real. <laughs> that has been the most confusing, like, how many articles have there been in the last, just what, year? About fourth wave. And I'm like, what? What makes this different from the third wave? People can just call it whatever they want. They've like, uh, what is it? One of the articles was calling Matamoska fourth wave. And I'm like, what? I mean, they're bringing in... Mexican yeah. cumbia like sounds, but it's still like third wave. What the fuck are they talking about? And they're an amazing <laughs> band. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I, I don't know. People can call it whatever they want as long as they're coming out and watching it and listening. As long as you go see it and buy some merch. I have no idea what this uh, course is. I, I just chose it. <laughs> it's uh. But there's no fourth wave. Uh, that I can. I like a lot of the influence by like my soul to my solos and stuff. Yeah. Like more so than like because it's not because I just because I like it, but I like listening to it and give you ideas of what to do differently when you're playing. They grow and expand. Oh. And... Yeah. Always learning. That's actually that's the same approach I've used to my photography. There's always something you could be learning or figuring out or looking at others for how do they do this. Like before this quarantine, actually, I learned all about how people were doing those fun lens tricks. I thought oh, they were yeah. digital editing. Those like 
lines around people. Sure. And actually, it's like just tricks with reflective objects and see-through objects, and, and doing a long shutter speed. Like I just was figuring that out, and then shows stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, well, cool. At least I have the knowledge. <laughs> then again, once my computer doesn't stop stops breaking on me, I need to work on more photos. Anyways, speaking of that, Scott Parecha. <laughs> I do have some photos. I think yours are actually. I did start working on them, and I think well, all the all the Bocat ones are done. Oh, great! But I haven't finished the night's worth of pictures yet. Try to put them up all together. <laughs> There's that one. I want to get the Scott Parade pictures done while we're while stuck inside. I want to get the SkaterCon ones up, uh, and then I'm sure there's still more in my pile of stuff. That, that, I guess that's one good thing of having a backlog, is that now all of a sudden I can be like, here, here's some reminders of some of the cool stuff that happened. Yeah, right. Remember when we all used to have a life? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. And it put me into a, like a three-week desperate like withdrawal. I think that's what I went through was withdrawals of not being able to go anywhere. <laughs> well, I, I worked the last show at the Yucca, and I was there for like, what? I worked for like two hours. I'm like, this is the most expensive thing ever. I'm done. It was big time. There, there were 20 people there. And I was like, yep, I'm done. Yep. Have a good night. <laughs> there was 20 people there on St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Basically, all of us oh, that were know. like, fuck, we'll kill we were open on St. Patrick's Day, weren't we? Yeah, that was, was the last land. day we were open. Jesus, yeah. We were, Shady's was open on St. Patrick's Day, and it's just, hell. Yeah. I mean, people kind of straggled in later, too. Like, there were at least people yeah. there drinking. But I think a lot but more came after. It was not a good uh, feeling. Oh no, I know because I think people can see my posts. I kind of evolved slowly to realizing that was probably the last music I was going to see live for a while. There's also the drunkest I've been in the last two months, come to think of it. <laughs> I had two. Yeah, the last we played was our first show at Rip. That was that Dawson's birthday show. Oh god, speaking of drunk. <laughs> Oh my god. Hey, we also played that place in Scottsdale. That was fun. Was that BLK no, that Live? Was sure. that was, not only was that one of the worst sets I think we've ever played, that was just everything about that. Was that was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about BLK Live, are we? No. no. <laughs> the sh that venue, I think, is gone. Yeah, it's closed now. Even though they were arguing that they weren't closed in, I think, a New Times article or something I was reading. That was gradually getting updated with comments. If they weren't closed before, they definitely are now. Ah, <laughs> oh, the punks hated that. Yeah, that was where we went to see the Uncatchable a year ago today. <laughs> well, so it didn't dawn on me until, like, my second or third time there 
at BLK Live for the meteors and why punks hated it. Because, well, not the only reason, but one of the reasons, because it's slightly a lead into a joke, but... <laughs> I They didn't have any, like, times of when the first bands were, or anything, so I got there half an hour after Doors, figuring, alright, probably then. No, it wasn't, there wasn't music for, like, another hour. Yeah, we, we literally, we went to see one band, and it was still very, like, what time is anything happening? Nobody knew anything. That Fishbone show was the weirdest, like, mix of openers I've ever seen. And none of them were ska. <laughs> they had Not Confined, Punk, which I'm like, alright, that kind of works. And then they had... Oh, God, who else? They had Jam now, who's like a solo pop musician. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like yep. Fishbone, and I'm like, what? Why? How did this... Who made this light up? <laughs> and why isn't the punk band at least a lead into Fishbone? <laughs> that venue reminded me so much of Livewire. Like, not in it was the same promoter. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, atmosphere was totally the same. Like, lots of sexy, Scottsdale dancing. <laughs> it was definitely the same promoter. He was still trying to have a venue, to my understanding, to have that kind of music and he, he was actually trying to reach out to the non-Scottsdale genres. He just was... It didn't work. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> um, oh, but the other thing was that that Meteor show, so then I'm like... I, I took Rob Salisbury. You guys all know Rob, I'm pretty sure. He's yeah. a huge Meteors fan. And I'm like, alright. So we're, we're hanging out, and I'm like, alright, I guess we're going to drink because we have nothing else to do. And so we go to order a beer, and he's like, do you have PBR? And we're like, no. And I'm like, now I know why the punk state the place. <laughs> there was no cheap beer at BOK Live. Yeah, there really was. It was very schmoozy, and a lot of IPAs, they're overpriced. Oh. Yeah, I just got like a gin and tonic, and it was like a well, and it was like, like $9. Yeah. yeah, it was an $8. It wasn't even a pint. It was like smaller. It's like what you get in a arena or stadium for the price of beer. But yeah, so that was the moment that I realized they just didn't, they were trying to approach a crowd that they didn't seem to fully understand the needs of some crowd. Yeah. Not to mention, I don't like Scott's stuff. <laughs> There was one time I think that we went to a show, a Scott show, in Scottsdale, and we had a good time, and we were shocked with it. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I have no idea. It was for a two-year-old. The Rogue Bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, the one that's the Rogue Bar. Uh, R.I.P. Actually, that came up in my memories this week. Was... What was that stupid place called? Martini Ranch. Oh, shit. Martini Ranch. That's, that's the first place I ever saw Go Betty Go. And it was literally like a month or two before they broke up the first time. <laughs> I actually really liked that menu. I just hated that it was a Scottsdale menu and not operated like one. The it's... last show we ever saw, I think it was just the Lizard King. We rode on our scooter. They like offered to hold our helmets for us. They were like oh, yeah. super accommodating and nice. Like, what hurt you like every single time? I saw Fayuka there. I saw... MC Chris and MC Lars. 
Well, Manny has the bar now. Was it Northern and Sixteenth or something? Oh, the one that's Rogue West, the old Rogue West. Is that what it used to be? I, he bought. He went in with. I think my understanding is he went in with the owners of Gracie's Tax Bar on it. Oh. Okay. It doesn't have a. He supposedly was working on converting the stage or what they had for a stage. But then, yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen after all this. But, yeah. That was my understanding. I don't remember the name of it offhand, though. So he still wants to have a bar, and he still wants to have music at said bar. Um, yeah, Rogue West was on, like, Northern and, like, 20 or 35th Avenue or something like that. Really? Oh, no. This... I think it's like 16th Street. Oh, uh, okay. So, again, I haven't been there. That's like in the territory of, is it too long of a drive for me? <laughs> like Joe's Grotto. That was like the, this has to be a really good show for me to really like, drive all the way yeah. to Joe's Grotto. <laughs> what a weird thing. It was worse when I lived in Gilbert, because then it was like a 45 minute or Nope. <laughs> and then when I moved to Tempe, I was more willing to go there. But if there was music that I liked closer, I might lean that way still. <laughs> if I didn't have to drive as far. Oh, I don't know which way I'm going here. As we're now like reminiscing on old school venues. Martini Ranch is now Wasted Grain, by the way. They're still putting on some shows. They're doing School of Rock stuff. I know Miles of Nowhere was there in recent times. And uh, We Happy from, with Katie from Miles of Nowhere, her other band. I've seen them play over there. I'm just going to just launch fireworks. Oh, we've been doing this for an hour and a half already. Holy crap. Also, good news. After this, and like add computer players and maybe slow it down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm struggling at 200 CC, it seems. So. 200 CC is like my brand of chaos. You had to unlock it by beating the four main cups in here. Or six. Uh, yeah, and mirror mode. Element. <laughs> I still haven't beat everything on 200 PC as you can. So I played through this entire game on the Wii U. Yeah. So when this came out, I was like, alright, just make sure what I need is unlocked, and then I kind of trailed away from it a little. <laughs> when this came out, my um, my manager at Shady came in with it. I was all excited because he was, oh, I've got the brand new Mario Kart, and I'm going to beat you at it. He was unaware that it was the same one from the Wii U, and that I had played it quite a bit. Well, that, that's why they've been re-releasing a bunch of stuff for it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of enjoyed being able to play, uh, was it, New Super Mario Brothers U. Yeah. I got, like, I, I was stoked. I got that Ghostbusters remastered game. That was a lot of fun. Oh, I remember that game. Does it... Oh. I wonder if it looks any better. 
I beat it on, <laughs> was it Xbox or 360? Uh, what do I do? Let's, let's go old school. Or let's play a Mario circuit. Oh, man. We're all from the U.S. <laughs> no kidding, huh? It's crazy. Uh, so, is it, a, is it a depressing question if I'm like, alright, what show that you weren't playing were you looking forward to that's now been postponed or cancelled? <laughs> that we were not playing? Yeah. So I was like, you're probably just say Supernova. <laughs> you know, I'm so bummed about that that we had um, the Untouchable the Yucca right after oh. everything. Like, it was supposed to be right when everything got shut down. Yeah. Was that the one with the pilfers? Yeah, that was the one. Or yeah, that was with the pilfers, right? Or no? Oh, uh, I think it was the night before the Bucko Oh, right. Nine. It was Bucko 9 and Pilfers, and then it was Untouchables, and... Yeah. Also, sad, the Apache And Warsaw. Warsaw was supposed to be playing. Brian put together an awesome little lineup there. Yeah. That was going to be a really good name. That one was more was frustrating, because it was, like, on the cusp of, like, all this stuff, all this quarantine stuff, and... Yeah. Brian was just, like... No, it's happening. I'm like, cool. I'm looking forward to it. And then, crap. It's over. It's not happening. There it comes. Have you guys ever... Actually, actually, that does bring me to a good tangent. Have you guys done Viva Ska Vegas before? Uh, no. We, we have not. Katie and I went to the very, very first uh, Viva when it was still Katie hosting it. But uh, other than that, no. I've always I that's, that's one on our bucket list. If we haven't played Vegas yet, and I really want to. Just hit up the double down. Obviously, we were going to. We were going to play fucking punk rock buffet. Yeah. You can still hit up the double down and just schedule. <laughs> play with one Franks day. and... <laughs> I'm sure. You can play with yeah. Franks and Deans. Play. Yeah. October of this year, whenever this all goes away, it's going to be the busiest month of live music. <laughs> Everybody was going to have booked, like, the first available slot. Right? I'm just wondering about, because reading the... So, with the weird state-to-state -state differences, and if they don't all lift them at the same time, tours might be affected. We might have more, a lot of local shows. Yeah, I was actually I was saying the same thing to Katie, like... Obviously, hypothetically, but if this were to all go away tomorrow, let's say, all the tours would still be canceled. So it'd be like, well, and California's not allowing that kind of gathering. Yeah. That's the other problem. So, like, bands that pass through here to go to Cali, they wouldn't pass through here. You probably. Or, that, that brings up many other questions, actually, like, so do they still hit Arizona because money is money and a show is a show? Even if they can't hit L.A.? The dynamics, all the infrastructure dynamics of touring and money and income are all screwed up. What's about the RQ 
two big shows this year to cancel this. When we went to San Francisco at the band last year, half of us got flight vouchers because our flight was delayed. So we were flying yeah. to Virginia pretty much for free, half yeah. of us. Oh no. Um, we like, we'll get our money back, of course. Like, I just got my voucher, but it expires in February. <laughs> so I can't use the voucher. A lot of them are pushing it back, though. Yeah, I hope that they can. Hopefully, because. Yeah, that, that was a big part of Supernova was because we had those vouchers, a big part of the trip was paid for. So if that doesn't get extended, we're going to have to actually pay for the whole thing. Like right now, I still have a $90 credit that I guess now I have an extra year for Den because I was going to go to Denver, but they've I got all the emails from Southwest saying my rewards points are being extended and my credit expiration is being, it's not a year from when I had to cancel my flight that they wouldn't give me money back. <laughs> I was going to go up there for Wayne Forst's birthday. They have asked us to play Wayne Forst's birthday for the last like, three years, I think. And, it's just the and every time it just doesn't work out. One of these years, we're going to get out there. They would love you to be there. I know that. <laughs> I would love to go. I miss those guys. I miss them so much. <laughs> well... There is the possibility of the Phoenix Ska Punk Bowling happening this year. Yeah. What? Well, I'm sure if you hit up Andy, you guys would be on that. Oh, Hey, really? No. That makes no sense. We are Oh, man. Unstable Youth. You guys were, when you guys stopped playing, were my favorite local punk band. Oh, thank you. I'm still my favorite local punk band, but... I feel like there's a little bias there. <laughs> But yeah, no, you guys, you guys always put on a hell of a show. James yeah. was always all over the place, and I loved it about it. And just high energy, yeah. fun written songs. Like, Unstable Youth was yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's one thing I miss a lot, you know, being able to play that style of music. You know? Sorry, James. <laughs> <laughs> So so, so why don't you do a? Uh, he's you're gonna kill me. A third wave ska album from Bocat. It get you that energy. <laughs> Go ska punk on us. I know George and Ricky would like that. Yeah. The answer's no. Because <laughs> it's not real ska, so it doesn't count for Bocat. <laughs> We have a sound we're trying to do. Right. Well, I always group you guys as a two-tone band with a little rock city. And, like, uh, I, I, mean, I feel like I'm not helping the cause, but, <laughs> like, third wave ska band, it's just sort of assumed that they're sort of dorky goofball easy. And that's fine. You know, like, I, I like a lot of third wave bands. Okay. We're trying to not be lumped in with that. Oh, and that's what I actually found refreshing about you guys. 
was that you like most new ska bands are ska punk. They're third wave. Yeah. Right? And you guys are not. And I was like, oh, thank you. And, and Mr. Incommunicado. I'm like, oh, thank God. You guys are actually going down a path that isn't like everyone else. <laughs> we had a little when we were first getting started. We were like, we don't want to be a punk band, and we don't want to be just another, like, Steady 45s, because as much as we all love the Steady 45s, but especially in California, those types of traditional bands are a dime a dozen. And we just didn't want to be another one of them. It definitely helps you guys stand out, too. So, at the same time, not everyone... I feel like a lot more people are open to third wave than they are two-tone, unless they're really into the sky. And I, <laughs> I gotta give it up to Dane and Marsha, because we've consistently tried to put uh, a lot of soul into our music, and I am not as familiar with that, but Dane and Marsha do a really good job, and it, it, I think it shows, like, we... It makes us sound a little more unique. Well, even as demonstrated today, just talking with Dane and you guys, but, like, it seems to be more your wheelhouse going to the old school, going to the older stuff. It's like Dane said, we want, we want people to dance at the shows. Yes. And sometimes they mosh. And, you know, <laughs> that's how you dance, and that's how you dance. I feel like Dean just went to like a dance club. We've been hearing. <laughs> Let's say that again, Katie. Sorry. Sorry. Katie, he wants you to say what you say again. Say it again, Katie. <laughs> They're not listening. What? I lost sound. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, we weren't hearing anything. Oh, oh we we're saying, say, say what you guys were talking about before. We heard part of Katie, and I heard some of the music behind Dane. <laughs> uh, I don't know. How about I need to Well, I all right. said I can <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it should play. But, um, the, um, you know, my favorite, my favorite show this year, I think, well, I guess in 2020, my favorite show of 2019 was, uh, Bad Matters. Oh, yeah. man, that, that, that had Yucca Pack, too, right? Yeah. Uh, not really, though. There was enough room to dance, and it was a great time. You know, like, um, the, the show we did at, uh, Rebel House was Whiskey Kid. Oh, oh no. <laughs> what, what show, Rebel? The oh, Whiskey Kid show. Yeah. Like, that was, like, out of all the shows, like, that you were like, oh, man, we're just, like, not our thing, and blah, blah, blah. And it turned out great. <laughs> yeah. That was a really fun one. That was, like, was Starlight Lounge or whatever, right? Or, um... No, uh, Rebel. Rebel. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. right. That was the night that I saw Steven posting about how awesome Whiskey Kiss was. Yeah. They, and they were honestly they're one of my new favorite local bands. They're kind of a what? They're kind of swing. Yeah, like a yeah. swing rockabilly. Swing jazz. Yeah. Yeah. They're like more traditional rockabilly. Yeah. 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 They're like real rockabilly. And I cut out what I was saying was I love playing the sound class shows like that where we're like the only ska band or we're kind of like the odd one out because if we as the only ska band playing can make the crowd dance then we did our job correctly. I was just saying. 
that, that, that'll bring up the uh, interesting shirts and things <laughs> festival. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? Going against like hardcore and metal and uh, various things, thrash. Again, we cleared the building pretty well, but the people that stayed really dug it. Yeah. And that's what counts, I guess. Actually, didn't what? Dane was out in the crowd, a couple of you guys. Didn't you come off stage? Well, yeah, I mean, shows like that, you eventually, you just kind of like, fuck it, you just kind of wander around. (laughs) (laughs) Engage with people? Right. We joked the whole night that they'd booked us the headline to clear the room, and it turned out to not be a joke. <laughs> yeah. That's um, funnier. You know, the, you know I, I, I like getting down in the crowd. It's more fun. I you know, have to find a decent wireless system to be able to do it more. Yeah, same. Because, you know, it's a lot more fun when you can get to interact with the crowd. You know, and I, I like that our dynamic, my and Marsha's dynamic on stage is that we are able to interact with the crowd and have fun with them and it works well for us, I think. And you guys are having fun. You can see you guys are having fun. Usually. (laughs) (laughs) And you can see when you guys fuck up too. You you laugh it off or play it onto something even funnier. That's one thing I've always liked about our dynamic as a live band is that we all tend to make the same mistake at the same time, but like keep rolling with it and just finish shit out. <laughs> For some reason, like we're all on the same wavelength at all times. And then Dane, Steven's got the room if you are joining us to play anywhere. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I'm probably going to be cutting out here soon. So. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I'm like, we're at, oh, we're almost at two hours, so at this point... Probably a question or two, and then we'll call it anyways. So, you guys cover Transplants, and you cover, um, fuck, I can't remember the name of the song. I've heard it, I've heard it separate of Marsha singing it, and been like, oh shit, that's a cover. Like, I didn't realize it was a cover until I heard it. Uh, But what would be songs you would like to cover going forward? Phoenix City. Phoenix City? We already covered Phoenix City. That was play it live. A new, uh, what a new cover. <laughs> um, a new cover? I want to do B-52 song, but Dane does not want to. You're yeah. going to roam around the world? He even hates that. <laughs> I like the B-52, but I don't like that. Uh, yeah, like something that either know. outside the box that you would cover, like some crazy... Metal song, make it ska, or some uh, or some band know. you just really like that you would just love to put your own take on it. I, I feel know. like I have an answer I... for this every day except for now. <laughs> when you're on the spot, you're like, "Fuck!" Brain just went. I'm mad because there's a there actually is a song that I really want to cover, but it's another transplant song, and I'm not oh, going to yeah. do another transplant cover. Yeah, at least do rancid if you're going to just keep doing <laughs> Tim Armstrong stuff. So. Right. <laughs> so, so, I think like, we tried lots of cover songs when we first started, and uh, we just realized that it's just not our thing. There, you I know, mean, our our renditions of anything that we cover is never as good as the stuff that we write ourselves. 
So the we honestly we treat covers more as time like set fillers. Yeah. True. Like if it's scheduled to play two hours, yeah, we'll like, play all our best. If it's a thirty minute set, we're gonna play all originals. But if it's like yeah, if it's like a two hour set, we're gonna throw in. Have you ever had one of those people at the bar that walk up and like, Can you play this? We'll give you and like try to tip you to play a song? No. no. <laughs> at a New Year's show in Flagstaff? I can't remember. I, well, who can? We never remember the Flagstaff New Year's show. The only thing we remember was when we played San Diego, there was a super drunk chick that wanted to sing Valerie, oh and Marsha was like, no. <laughs> San Diego, that was fun. Where's your, where's your favorite place you've played out of state? Favorite place that we played out of state for me um, in San Francisco. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Yes. Yeah. Got quiet for a second. Uh, so, but yeah, my favorite place that we played out of state is San Francisco. Awesome. That was a really fun show. I, I wasn't my best, if I'm honest, but it was a really fun show. My favorite was Chicago. Chicago. The, the I thought. That was a great time because you know, it was like, you know, live and loud, but I feel like our sound was terrible. You that know, was like, awesome. Yeah, big, big sound. And they actually was on Stable Youth the following year there. It had the same damn problem. <laughs> same sound Pretty issues. Good. I, I couldn't hear anything. It was rough out on the crowd. I mean, it was bad. I so, just had a problem. Just because I was motion sickness the whole time. Mm -hmm. yep, that'll definitely fuck with you. All right. Well, how about we'll call it here. So, usually I'm like, all right, what what shows do you have coming up? But are you guys planning any like live streams? We any? do. We have a live have, stream. Then go ahead. We have one coming up on Saturday, the ninth at eight p.m. We're playing live from the Yucca. Which awesome. So. And it's a benefit, what, you guys and the staff, or just the staff? I guess. I don't know. I guess Dane counts as both, anyways. It's, well, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it's being set up by Brian Huber yeah. of uh, Ghetto Room Production. I don't believe okay. it's a benefit. It is like a chip jar or something. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So you do have a show coming up, technically. Yeah. <laughs> also, where can people find you if they want to support you, follow you? Instagram, Twitter, Bandcamp, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we have all all of them. I don't. Admittedly, I don't post on the Twitter very much, but we're on uh, Facebook and Instagram pretty actively. Uh, if you want to buy merch, we have a website. We also have a Bandcamp. Yep. Um, the pre-sale's over for the 45, but once I get the shipment of 45 in, those will be added to the Bandcamp merch. Which, um, if you want to buy BoCap merch during these crazy times, you can get all of it on Bandcamp right now. We appreciate it. Awesome. And then for me, of course, you can always follow me as every show Joe on like everything, social media. I even have a TikTok I don't update. Um, <laughs> there's three videos on it, though. Um, also support by subscribing. So either favorite it on Twitch, subscribe on YouTube or podcast services, because eventually if you get up to a certain number, you actually get advertising and money. Actually, you can get a tip jar on Twitch if you reach a certain amount of people following you, so... That's kind of a goal. Um, also, speaking of, patreon.com forward slash every show Joe. You can always give me some money there if you feel inclined. You can always use it. You can always use some help. Um, 
And then for the next episode, I'm still figuring that out. It's actually going to be episode 50, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, but also, I want my computer to be stable before I do episode 50 and any next episode. So well, I'll figure that out, figure out who my guests will be. So just keep an eye on my social media. So, But thank you guys for coming yeah. on. We finally made it happen. Yeah. We've, we've been trying. And it was kind of, because of work schedules, that it all got weird. But now, no one has a good work schedule. So it came together. <laughs> Right. So, until next, give my patron so he can have a new computer. Yeah, I'm working on it. Pieces are coming. Show computer. Patreon so he can get a new computer. Yes, help my fund improve my computer. Um, but yeah, so you guys be safe. Thank you guys, and I'll see you guys. Hopefully in a week or two with another episode. And, uh, yeah, see us on uh, Saturday on whatever yes. streaming service station, Facebook. Probably Facebook. So, yeah, just keep up yep. on BoCap, and you guys will share it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, later. See you guys. <laughs>